Hello guys, this is Lucia at Transformed by His Word, and I am back. Um, as promised, I am having a conversation about salvation today. Um, before we get started, I did want to let you know I do have a website. Um, it is transformedbyhisword.org. Um, if you have any information that you need, uh, I am a biblical counselor. If you need some counseling, um, right now I have my counseling at um, half price. So this is a good time to do it. Um, but aside for that, that is it about that. So let's get started. Um, today we are talking about salvation. Um, this is a word. It's almost like a buzzword in the church circles. Um, but what does it mean? Like, why Why is it such a big word or a more common word in church circles? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, if you have been looking at Christianity for afar and you think um, you have perfect no you have to be perfect to know, I'm sorry, or to be able to follow Christ. Let me tell you, that's not the case. Um, you don't have to do anything to be able to follow Jesus. He is very personal. Um, he wants you to come as you are. There's no magic portion. Uh, what I'm going to go over today is a very known, um, easy to understand way that salvation happens. So just for terms sake, uh, salvation is when you decide I'm going to give up my old life and I'm going to follow Jesus. Um, like I said, it's a very buzzword, but we're going to kind of dig in and figure out what does that really entail. So, if you have your Bibles, um, I would like for you to go with me to the book of Romans. Um, and the reason I'm saying go with me to it is because I would like you to see what I'm seeing and um, so you can get the information directly from your Bible. Um, so what I'm going to explain today is commonly known as the Roman roads. Um, we're going to walk through Romans and talk about different scriptures and explain them a little bit so you know and understand what this whole salvation thing is about. So if you are in the book of Romans, the first passage that we're going to look at is going to be Romans 3. Um, so that's the big number three, and then verse 23, which that means it's the little number. It's going to be 23, and I'm going to read all of these uh, to you. If I um, mess it up a little bit, I'm so sorry. English is my second language, and reading is not my strong, but I love you, and I want you to hear this information. So here we go. Uh, Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned 
and fall short of the glory of God. We've all sinned, you guys. All of us. There is no one person outside of Jesus that can say, I have not sinned. I am perfect. Um, we want to think that in our pride, we want to believe that we haven't done anything wrong or that we're good people. Um, but we're not. We're all sinners. Um, and thank God for his grace because we, we all deserve <laughs> death um, because we are sinners. All right, so now that we know we're all sinners, right? Aside from God, we just, there's nothing that we can do outside of him. Um, we all agree we're sinners. We make mistakes. We, even if we're trying to be perfect and great uh, at home, at our work, at our hobbies, we're going to make mistakes. That is who humans are. Um, so now we go to Romans 6, and we're going to be on verse 23. 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus our Lord. Um. So we're sinners, right? And then on this verse, it says that the wages of sin. So if I would stand in front of God and he said, are you a sinner? I would have to say yes, right? Because the verse that we just read, it says that we're all sinners. And we know, like we don't need the Bible to tell us that we are all sinners. We know that we're sinners. Um, but then he says... The wages of sin or the penalty of sin or what you owe me, you know, me to God, uh, for your sin is death. So every time we sin, every single time, we deserve to die. Um, every single time, you guys. So I don't know if you noticed, but it says that we're all sinners and it doesn't say um and the penalty for big sins is death and little sins is this other thing it says the penalty of sin is death so um that is that uh, but god doesn't leave us there right <laughs> um he says in this verse but the gift of god is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So, yes, we're sinners. Yes, we deserve to die. Um, but we don't have to stay on that state of desolation, basically. Um, so, let's go to, and we're going to back up a little bit, Romans 5, and it's going to be verse 8. Romans 5, 8 says, But God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So, we understand we're sinners. We understand we deserve death for our sin. Um, 
but God. <laughs> um, I love it when a verse starts with, but God, um, because it just shows when we think all is lost, uh, God comes in and rescues us. <laughs> he comes in and he's like, but God. Um, so, but God demonstrates his own love towards us. In that we will still sinners, Christ died for us. So Christ died. He came on earth and died to pay for what we couldn't pay, which was our sin. Um, think about it as a judge having every piece of evidence he needs to send you to death row. And you are sentenced to death row. But he says, I will take your place. I will do what you're supposed to do, what you deserve to do, which is death. And I will die for you so that you don't have to. If that doesn't blow your mind, <laughs> I don't know if anything else will. Um so yeah, so he comes and he sends his son. So he loves us not because uh, the church that we go to, he loves us not because, you know, I'm volunteering here or there. Um, he just loves us. Um, there is nothing we can do to deserve his love. And we know this because... When we were sinners, when we were still his enemy, he decided, I love them so much, I can't leave them there to die without any hope. Um, it has nothing to do with anything we do. It has everything to do with who God is and how much he loves us. Um, so then we go to Romans 10 and we're going to be in verses 9 and 10. Um, so if this hasn't, this last 10 minutes haven't blown your mind already, um, it just gets better. <laughs> so we understand we are sinners. We deserve to die, but God loves us, so he dies for us instead. Um, so then we get to Romans 10, 9 and 10, and it says, If you confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus, that the Lord is Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So, I know that there are different um, churches that have different processes. Um, there are different denominations that do things differently. Um, I'm just giving it to you the way that the Bible is giving it to me. Um, you figure out you're a sinner. We did that in Romans 3.23. Then you realize that you deserve to die for your sin, but that God has um, offered you eternal life, according to Romans 6.23. Uh, 
then you realize that you were his enemy, but he still loved you, according to Romans 5.8, which is what we've been looking at. And then we get to this passage, and he says that you need to confess with your mouth Jesus. And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. And that's all you need to do to be saved. So, the process of salvation is not necessarily a process of, I have to clean my life, I have to change this, I have to change that, I have to do this, I have to do that. It's not. It is literally just realizing your reality. Um, stop masking um, who you are and be real with yourself. You're a sinner and you don't deserve anything that God has given you. And God is amazing. Um, so he sent his son to earth and Jesus lived a perfect life and he died on the cross and what he did on the cross was he carried your sins and my sins um and then he says if you trust in me and you surrender your life to me i will give you eternal life so um when we walk through the roman roads at this point um I would say, what do you think about this? We would be having a dialogue. Um, and if you're with me uh, going through this process, we would pray. Um, and people call uh, this the Lord's Prayer or they call it Salvation's Prayer. You don't have to say anything specific. Uh, the Bible says that if you confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart that Jesus died and came back from the dead, you'll be saved. So this is literally just a conversation when you pray. It's a conversation saying, God, I I get it. I am a sinner. I deserve to die. Um, my life is a mess. <laughs> or not, you know, you might have it all together. I don't know very many people that do. But I understand that without you, I don't have eternal life. Uh, and I understand that you love me, and you've loved me since before I was even acknowledging you, um, and I want to surrender my life to you. Uh, so it is trust and surrender. That's what this is uh, talking about. Now, this is not a I have this feeling when I was at church and I lifted my hand or I went up to the front or, you know, my friends were doing none of that. It has everything to do with saying, Jesus, I understand that I can't do it without you. I understand that you are God and I'm not and that you died for me and that I'm I want to live for you, whatever that means, right? Because it's going to mean different things for different people. But it's a life of trusting God and surrendering who you are to Him. Um, so at this point, you would pray. 
you would pray acknowledging God in your heart. Um, some people will use the wording, you know, letting God into your heart. Um, there's so much that we can say here, but I want to keep it as simple as possible. It literally is just confessing with your mouth that you want Jesus to be the Lord and Savior of your life. That's it. That That's the bottom line. Um, we can have a theological convert conversation about it and go really into detail about this and that but i think for the sake of keeping it super simple um for the non-theological people out there it is just that simple acknowledge who god is trust and surrender him that that's the message um and then the last uh first i have it's going to be romans back to romans back to romans 5 um romans 5 1 romans 5 1 says therefore having been justified by faith we have peace with god through our lord jesus christ that's it guys that's it um so it it blows me away the simplicity of this so you realize you're a sinner you realize that eternal life is a gift and that every sin deserves a death penalty you realize that god loves you and that's why he sent jesus to die for you you trust and surrender to him you pray about that you confess with your mouth that he's Lord. And in 5.1, it says just like that, you've been justified by faith. Your faith in what the Bible is telling you will give you that peace. Um, so what, what God wants with you is a relationship. Uh, and because of this, you'll be able to have that relationship um so i didn't have this in my notes but i'm gonna add it here um romans 5 2 um it says through whom also we have access by faith into grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope and the glory of god <laughs> so god says you're a sinner you can't do it on your own I'll die for you. He dies for us. He says, listen, all you got to do is trust and surrender. And then he says, and if you do this, <laughs> if you do this, you can have a relationship with me. The almighty God, the creator of all things, wants to have a personal relationship with you. Yeah, this episode is about mind-blowing things. Uh, he doesn't want a relationship with your parents or a relationship based on who you are or who you were. Or No, he wants a relationship with you, just as you are. It doesn't matter what sin you have in your life right now. 
it doesn't matter how far you think you are from God. He just wants you to bow your knee and say, I can't, I can't do it without you, Lord. And I'm going to trust and surrender to you. And I want a relationship with you. And he's going to be like, okay, cool. Um, when we get to the point in our lives, when we realize that we can't be good enough to be able to have a relationship with God in our own because of our sin being too much or too big, this includes self-righteousness. So if you're sitting there thinking, Lucia, I, you don't know me. I am. I'm perfect. I'm great. That's self-righteousness. That is also a sin. <laughs> um, when we get to that point, we'll gain the understanding that Jesus did on the what he did for us on the cross. We can repent um, of living a life without God. We can turn around. Um, that is literally what he's called us to do is you're going, let's say, north. You decide, you know what? Life without God is no bueno. Um, I need Jesus because I'm a sinner and I can't make it without him. And he calls you to what's called repentance, which literally means to stop doing what you're doing. But that's a whole different episode. We'll go with that. Um, repentance just literally means go the other way. So if you're going north, you go south. Um, but we'll probably cover that at a different time. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's what we call salvation is the moment where you literally get saved from a life without God, um, which is literally hell. That's, that's what it is. Uh, it's hell, um, here and in eternity. And you get saved from that, and you receive the gift of eternal relationship with your Creator. How cool is that? <laughs> you are literally changing a life of crazy and loneliness and anxiety. And, I mean, all those things. We can talk about the very many different things that... Um, you get when you are outside of God um, by yourself and you turn your life around and you surrender to God. And I'm not saying that the day you get saved, all those things are going to go away. That is not what I'm saying. Um, it can. Sometimes they do. But sometimes they don't. Because truly, guys... <laughs> Sometimes God just wants you to be like, yes, I, I get anxious, but I can talk to God about it, and I'm not having to deal with it by myself. Or yes, I get depressed, but I have a God that helps me through these moments. So, um, and anxiety and depression are topics that we will cover in future dates, so stay tuned for those. Um for now, I think those are the only things I had for you. I think it's um, a lot what what I covered today. If you have any questions, uh, lgoss at transformedbyhisword.org. 
um, send me an email. Go to my uh, website if you need some one-on-one, and um, I have open spots available to you. Um, like I said, Goss at transformedbyhisword.org. It's my email. You can send me questions. Um, if Again, I said anything that is not correct, um, just let me know. And I will backtrack if I need to, or I will correct it um, if I need to. I also have uh, Facebook and Instagram that are up, and I'm going to be putting these links on those as well. Just like, subscribe, share, um, all the things. You know what to do. We've been in this era of podcasts long enough for you to know what to do. So um, I appreciate that you're back, and I'm excited for what God is going to be doing with these things. Um, Our next episode is on baptism. So if you found this informational or if you decided, you know what, today's the day where I am going to receive this free gift of salvation, I would love, love, love to hear about that. Um, send me an email. If you decided to do that today, um, there's some resources I would like to give you. Um, there's there's some things you need to know. Baptism is one of them, so I would be more than happy to share all that stuff with you. So, come back next week, and we'll chat about baptism, which is a little bit of a cool, controversial, fun stuff. All right, you guys, I'll talk to you and see you next week. Bye.